you are locked in to Locked On Badgers. My name is Asher Lowe. This is the Monday episode, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. This show is coming at you three days a week. We got Daryl Peterson, Wisconsin 2021 commit on the show today. Wednesday, we got TJ Bowlers, another 2021 Wisconsin commit. It is a packed week here on Locked On Badgers. And I am the site editor at Badgers Wire, so make sure you give me a follow there at Badgers Wire. We are the USA Today Wisconsin sports site. I'm also a former play-by-play broadcaster at Wisconsin. I'm a Badger alum in the class of 2020. And right here on the Lockdown Badgers podcast, of course, I am your host, bringing you the inside student perspective filled with stats, filled with special guests. We got a ton of them over the last three weeks and filled with all things Wisconsin football and basketball. Make sure you listen and follow this podcast for free on Apple Podcasts. I would also really appreciate it if you guys listen and you could just drop a review on Apple. That would do me a lot of good, a lot of help. Also reach out to me on Twitter at ALOW underscore 33 at Locked On Batters as well, both accounts, and reach out to me. Send me a DM if you want to see me do anything on this podcast, with this podcast, if there's a guest you want me to get. I love interacting with you guys that listen, and I want to thank you for listening. Uh, so many of you have joined over the last few weeks and listened to some of these interviews we've done with the 2021 recruits, and we got another great one today with Daryl Peterson. Can't wait to get to it, so I'm not going to waste any more of your time with me introing because here is that interview with Daryl Peterson. First interview of the week here on Locked on Badgers, and I am very excited for it. Daryl Peterson is here on Locked on Badgers. Daryl, welcome to the show. 2021 Wisconsin commit, and we've had a lot of you guys coming in to Locked on Badgers recently, a lot of the 2021 guys. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me, man. Of course. Can't wait to talk the class of 2021 and to talk Wisconsin football with you and to talk about your high school journey, what you've been working on, uh, what you've been up to this summer. So first of all, this summer, just to ask you, what have you been up to? How have you been staying in shape? Um, I know you're from Ohio. So what has it been like in your state in terms of the COVID shutdowns and how you've been able to work out and, you know, keep, keep your game up this summer with the weird circumstances? Right. So um, we actually, um, we've actually started on June 1st, you know, with at my high school. So, we just got back going with the team and stuff, so that's been pretty good. But prior to that, like when everything really shut down, I had a friend who had a gym in his garage, and I was sitting hard with a couple of my buddies. So as far as lifting and conditioning and stuff, I feel like I had missed the beat during all this stuff. Nice. So you've had access to all that? Yes, sir. And are gyms back open now in Ohio for you? Yeah, definitely. All, all gyms are back open, you know, with some restrictions. But, yeah, they're all back open. Nice. So you've been, you've been in the gym now for, for a little bit? Yes, sir, for uh, two weeks now. Talking about your commitment to Wisconsin – why Wisconsin? You know, when did you know that you wanted to be a Badger? Um, why Wisconsin? Um, Wisconsin because, man, uh, I fell in love with the city the first time I, I was there. Actually, you know, um, the 16th, it'll make a year since I've been there for the first time. So ever since that first time, saw the city, got to see campus. You know, I fell in love with everything. And Coach April, man, he, he sold me, man. He's a, he's a great guy. I love talking to him, and I can't wait to play for him and Coach Chris. And, you know, when my mom and my sister went up there, we went uh, March 1st, right before all the shutdown stuff. That's kind of when I kind of knew where I wanted to be because um, my mom, my mom loved it. That was the deciding factor for me. I knew I loved it. I knew I loved everything about it. But if mom wasn't with it, you know, that can kind of alter some things. But when we got home, she was like, okay, I'm okay. I, I know why now. So that was big for me. What was it for you that first time you were there that, like, really, you know, that really made it feel like home to you right when you, right when you got there? What was it for that first visit that kind of sticks out to you? Man, the hospitality, man. I felt like I had already knew most of those guys for a long time, and I just met them that day, you know what I'm saying? And the first guy I met was Coach Jensen, man, and he made me feel at home. He gave me a big hug, man, and 
you know, I, I had I have an old high school teammate who was there, Quan Easterling. So I got to see him while I was there. Mm-hmm. He was explaining stuff, how stuff was going for him because he had just got there. So that made it easier for me. And then Coach Rudolph and Coach April. And, I mean, shoot, Coach Chris felt like family when I first met him. So all that stuff played a big role. And the town as well just kind of felt like the place you wanted to be for the next at least three years to five years-ish? Definitely. I love the city, man. So I live in the city now. So having a lot of traction, a lot of stuff to do was big and where I wanted to be. You're from Akron, Ohio. So you're still are you still in Akron? Yes, sir. And growing up in Ohio, what was the football culture like, uh, you know, growing up where you grew up? Are there a lot of, a lot of guys that have come out of there? Or are you kind of, your generation, kind of some of the first, you know, uh, big recruits out of Akron, Ohio in terms of football? I know basketball, obviously. We got LeBron James, obviously the big name out of Akron. But, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I'd say, I'd say my, my generation, I think these last couple classes have been the first few classes to have, like, some big names come out and go to some big schools. But there's always, there's always somebody from around here that's, you know, that's going somewhere big. But I think these these last few classes, you know, we've had Diamante tournament. I was like, my, my school in general, man, we've had a lot of guys come out these last few years. So, I'm pretty I'm, – yeah, it's safe to say, yeah, these last few years have been great for us. But as far as the culture, man, everybody here loves football, man. A lot of diehard Buckeyes fans, a lot of diehard Browns fans, man. You know, we love our Browns out here. Yeah, a lot of diehard Buckeye fans, man, that, that uh, Wisconsin fans have uh, have quite the arguments with. <laughs> Definitely, man. Can't wait for some of those, man. But, yeah, I'm a, I don't even like Ohio State as much as I used to. I was FaceTiming Coach April one day, like the day I committed, and it was a poster on my wall, an Ohio State poster. I was like, look, man, I took the poster down. Did you grow up an Ohio State fan? Oh, yeah, Buckeyes fan for sure. So what are some what are some of the best memories you have watching college football, watching the Buckeyes growing up? Ooh, man. Uh, ooh. I think, man, ooh, man, that's a good question. Well, I love – my favorite game all the time is when they played Virginia Tech. Week one, I think it was like two or three years ago, Braxton Miller was there, Michael Thomas, all those guys. That was my favorite game, like, ever, college football. I loved watching that game. But I think this past year, watching them beat up on Michigan was pretty good, man. They've been doing it for the last, like, 20 years, I feel like. Yeah, man, definitely. It's always fun to watch. I guarantee you also that's probably one of the last questions you'll ever get in an interview about Ohio State. <laughs> Good. <laughs> unless, unless of course, it's about preparing for them. Yeah, for sure. Moving on from the Buckeyes. No more Buckeye talk on this episode. Uh, who are you closest with in the class of 2021? Because you guys, man, it, it just like has shocked me talking to so many of you guys over the last few weeks how close you guys already are for a, guy, a group that's not going to play together for another, another year and a half. Right, man. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy to even think about it. We have another year, but um, for me, I'm closest with I'd say Deacon, TJ, and Jake. Man, those are my guys. But you know, as a as a unit, we're all like a little family already, man. We talk every day at some point. You know, everybody, somebody texts into our little group chat and gets stuff going. We'll talk for about an hour. You know, if I'm if I'm off my phone for about 20 minutes, and the chat's going on, it'll be loaded with messages, man. Just guys are talking, man. I think we're gonna be a good group, man. And like I said, man, we're like a little family. But I say, and Hunter, Hunter too. Hunter's my guy too. I say Hunter, Jake, Deacon, and TJ, man. TJ for sure. And you guys are already the number twelfth ranked class right now, according to twenty four seven Sports. And there's still a long way to go. There's still a lot of big names that the Badgers have been targeting. No one Rucci comes to mind, but a couple pieces, you know, that could still be added to a class that's already one of the best in Wisconsin football history in the modern recruiting era. With this 2021 class group chat, though, I gotta ask about it because people have been loving it on Twitter. Whenever I bring it up, whenever I talk about it, people are all over it. 
And I know that Deacon told me it's been a recruiting weapon recently in terms of you guys will kind of gather around a certain player. Skylar Bell was a name he threw out to me because you guys are targeting wide receivers right now. But you guys will all kind of attack certain guys and, and really try to bring them into Madison, bring them into your you know already created family. Is that true? Yes, sir, definitely. Especially the Skylar Bell recently, man. We've been on him like wide on rice, man. We actually had um, him and Nolan on a Zoom call. Me, it was me, TJ, uh, Jackson. Acker, um, Hunter, and Jay, I think Jake Kenny was in there too. Uh, we got those guys in the Zoom call, man. We're like, dude, we're recruiting our butts off, man. You know, because we're, we're trying really hard. We really want Nolan, man. We really want Nolan really bad. So, um, Skyler, too. We've been on those guys, like I said, like Wild on Rice, man. So, I think his group chat is helping us recruit as well because we know what we need. Everybody knows, you know. You know, for me, like when TJ hadn't committed that, they're like, you know, get on TJ, get on TJ, you know, and it helps when everybody can help. You know what I'm saying? March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So take me into it as much as you can, obviously. Don't give away any of the trade secrets. But what has been the pitch to Nolan Rucci? And you guys got him on a Zoom call, you said. Was that the same call that Skylar Bell was on? Mm-hmm. And what, what has been what has been some of the what are some of the things you guys talked to him about uh, on that Zoom call or just in general about coming to Madison and playing for Wisconsin? I mean, I mean, man, his brother's there. <laughs> That's a big part, man. He he mentioned to us, he's like, man, I don't want to, you know, make it hard, you know, for my parents to see both of us, but they're making it easy. They're, they're making me my own decision. So, you know, it's still hard for him. You know, he's still, you know, we talked to him, I think it was about a week and a half ago. He said he still doesn't know when he's going to shut it down. But, yeah, the biggest pitch is for us, man. You get to play with your brother. You get to come to O-line you too, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, Wisconsin, you know, Coach Rudolph, man, he does a great job with the O-line. They're always All-Americans, big guys who do their job, man. So I can't see why he wouldn't want to come play with us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's an easy pitch, right? You got Hayden Rucci there. You got O-line, you. I mean, you got all these NFL guys you can point to in his position and say, look at that. And it was the pitch similar for you as well? I mean, on the defensive side of the ball, uh, you know, at DE or at linebacker, Wisconsin's been absolutely stacked over the last few years. Yeah, man. Um, like, like, I think Coach Rudolph or Coach April was telling me, I think it was like a week or two ago, he's like, man, you know, we get Rucci, you know, we already got Riley and JP. He's like, man, we get Nolan, man. Practices will be so intense, man. Everybody will be getting so much better. So, like, as for me, and it'll make me, you know, so much better being able to go against guys like Nolan every day. That's a great point. So, I mean, it, it really is in your best interest to get the best players you can in terms of, especially offensive linemen, because those are guys you can go up against every day in practice. Right, exactly. Yes, sir. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense for sure. Um, how would you describe yourself as a player? If Badger fans wanted to know, you know, who is Daryl Peterson on the football field, what would you say to them? Um. I'm very aggressive, and I'm willing to lay it all in line for my guys, man. I'm willing to play anywhere. You know, if I had to go to nose guard, I'm, I'm willing to do that, man. You know, I'm willing to play anything. I play aggressive, hard nose, fast, and I love to get to the quarterback, man. That's my favorite thing to do is to hit quarterbacks. And how long have you known that, you know, football was your path in college? How long have you known you wanted to be a D1 football player? Oh, man. Um, actually, not that long, man. I was a basketball guy until my sophomore year of high school. 
And I still played basketball this past year, but I knew kind of after my sophomore season that I was going to probably, you know, more than likely play football. Because I, I, when I went when I first went into high school, I, I, I thought I was going to go play D1 basketball, actually, but it didn't really go like that. So not that long. It's like a couple of years. Interesting. So when did you really switch your focus? You said sophomore year was when you really made that basketball to football switch? Yeah, like after um, – because I had gained like 20 pounds, 15, 20 pounds before my sophomore season. So after the playoffs of my sophomore season, we won state championship playing the basketball, and it just wasn't the same. You know, carrying around all that weight, trying to jump around, run around and stuff, you know, so it wasn't the same. You can't really train for both. I mean, it's basically impossible, right, to train for the highest level of both sports. Right, exactly, because we went to the state championship my sophomore year, so the week after that, I had a game for basketball. Did you watch the, uh, did you watch the Jordan documentary, The Last Dance? Oh, definitely, yes, sir. So you know when he was talking about, I feel like I feel like this is kind of like your situation a little bit when he's talking about how he just switched his entire body up for baseball and then immediately went back to basketball and his whole body is just totally different. What are the biggest differences in terms of you know tr- your training, the the way you work out, the way you eat when you're playing football and you're playing basketball? What are the biggest differences for you going to football? Well, for when I'm playing basketball, I try to eat a lot more. Definitely eat a lot more because you know I'm running every day, you know nonstop up and down the court. So that's the biggest thing. I try to eat a lot carb overload for the most part because I know it's coming right out of me the next day. And as far as, you know, football, man, you know, it's, it's a different type of running. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, know, you get you get stops in between plays and stuff like that. So you, you train different for football, I'd say, as far as the running and conditioning part. You know, for basketball conditioning, it's, it's, it's hell, man. I'm not going to lie to you, man. It's way different from conditioning for football. So I think I eat a lot more during basketball and I run a lot more during basketball. So. I think those are big differences to me. The position I always think of in terms of, you know, switching from basketball to football is tight end, right? That's like the obvious kind of transition. I don't really hear about it a lot for guys that were, you know, studs on the basketball court like yourself, switching to the defensive side of the ball. But what are some things you've taken from your basketball work and, you know, your skill in basketball that you've translated to playing DE? Man, that's a good question. But I'd probably say my agility. My agility is best, you know, having a, you know, tackle a running back in open field, you know, having to break down and, tackle a running back or run across field to make another play, stuff like that. I feel like basketball helps a lot with that, my agility and getting across field and stuff like that. And you are – you've been playing just football since sophomore year or did you play basketball this past year as well? I played basketball this last year too. What, what were some other places that recruited you hard and what was the difference with Wisconsin in terms of the way maybe they went after you versus like, I know, I know Michigan offered you, I know West Virginia offered you, Bama offered you, obviously is the biggest name probably of the group, but what was some differences in terms of the recruiting process you noticed from school to school? Well, I feel like towards the end, they were all kind of recruiting me the same as far as, I feel like West Virginia was probably the hardest out of anybody. They were, you know, Every day, you know, two to two three times a day, want to get on the phone, want to get on Zoom and stuff like that. But the difference was Wisconsin, man. I think I told them this the day I committed. I said, you guys really, you guys recruited me how I wanted to be recruited. You know, they weren't annoying. They weren't, you know, you know, a pain in the butt. You know, they just, they asked, they asked me how I wanted to be recruited, man. And I told them, you know, flat out, you know, we talked. I talked to Coach April every week, once, twice a week, every week. I talked to Coach Rudolph every other week. I talked to Coach Chris about once, twice a month. So, and when I was up there, man, you know, it was, it was great. You know, the vibes I caught with them, I got to have one-on-one with all of them. So, I was, that was big. You know, the way they recruited me, I wanted to be recruited. They weren't annoying with it. You know, they showed love. And like I said, when they came and visited school, when I came and visited my school, man, 
you know, it felt like it just felt like they were already my coaches. You know what I'm saying? The way we talked, the way we communicated, and how long we talked, man. How we, it's a joke, you know, every time I see Coach Chris, I'm like, remember, man, you come to my school, I'll miss, you know, a whole class period talking to you, man. And my school class period is like 50 minutes. So, you know, conversation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, man, they honestly just recruited me how I wanted to be recruited. So they, they did great on that. That's an interesting, really interesting point that I never really thought about. So you, you, you literally just said that they asked you how you wanted to be recruited. Yeah, they're like, man, what do you want, man? Like, what, what works for you? And I'm like, man, this, that, this time, you know, I don't really like doing this or that, you know. But they, they really, you know, followed it, and they, you know, they were honest about everything, man. I can never, I can, I can always say they were honest about everything they said. Uh, that, that to me is probably the most interesting point, though, that they, you know, there's not one way to recruit a guy, especially when, you know, maybe, maybe you want to be recruited a certain way, and someone else is okay with being, you know, called and texted every single hour of the day. Definitely. And Wisconsin understands that. 100%, man, for sure. They did a great job. So who are you just most excited to play with at Wisconsin, whether it be in your class or some other guys? Who are you just excited to get on the field with? Uh, that's a good question, man. Ooh, I have to say Nick Herbig, man. Mm. Man, he's a – I've been talking to him for a couple for a few months now, and he's rowdy, man. I love him. He seems so cool, man, and so pumped up and energized. And I've I watched his highlights too, man, and he's a dog, man, so – Hopefully I get to be on the field with him and play some time with him. But yeah, I have to say Nick. What about uh, what about him? What, what makes him like a rowdy? You just, you use the word rowdy. What makes him rowdy? Man, his energy, man. His energy, man. He's high energy. You know, he's aggressive, man. Just everything about him, man. We were on Zoom a couple of days ago, man. And his energy, man. He's just the most energized. He's making noises. You know what I'm saying? Nice, nice. TJ, I'm excited to play with TJ. You know, me and TJ have been talking for a long time, man. So being to get on the field with him and play with him, man, that'll be great. So I'm really excited to play with him. Did the group chat have a hand in recruiting TJ at all? Man, um, believe it or not, TJ's been in our group chat since that March 1st visit. We were kind of in it the same. We got in it the same around the same time. So, Because I, I, I'd always heard that future commits were in that group chat, and obviously nobody wants to give away. I, you know, I'm not going to break TJ's commitment on my podcast. Obviously, that's his, his commitment to break. But I'd always right. heard from Deacon and other guys that there were future commits in the group chat. Can you, can you tell me without saying names that there are some more future commits in that chat at all? Man, believe it or not, everybody in the chat's committed right now. But you guys did have TJ in there, for example, way before he had committed. Yeah, I mean, too. Me and TJ, I think me and TJ got in it the same day. Right. So way before you were committed as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like a month ago, man. I didn't. About a month, month or two, maybe. I was kind of up in the air about what I wanted to do, and the, the group chat is what kept me going, man. I'm like, I want to play with these guys, man. So the group chat's been big, man. Bigger than people know. I, I love to hear that because let me tell you, I mean, fans are going crazy about it when I. <laughs> When, I, when we when we talked about Skylar Bell coming, and then you know he retweeted yeah. the on Wisconsin, all the eye emojis, and everyone's going crazy on Twitter. Oh yeah, all the Badger fans are losing it. So the group chat is is still is still a big weapon right now because you said that you guys got on. Was that the same Zoom call with Skylar Bell and Nolan Rucci? Yes, sir, definitely. And a bunch of you guys were on it and just going after him. Definitely, man. We're telling him, man, because he's telling. He was talking about you know some of the other places he's thinking about some virtual visits he's taking, man, because you know. You know, I, obviously, he's never been to Madison before. So, you know, that in itself, man, I feel like if he just comes, man, he'll be he'll fall in love, man, just like, just like most of us did. That's Skyler you're talking about? Yeah, Skyler. Your, your high school career is about to wrap up. You're getting ready for your senior year. What are some goals you have for yourself, for your team, this season on the football field? As a team, man, uh, I want to win a state championship. You know, this is my first year, uh, this past year, not winning a state championship, so it's kind of Weird knowing that I don't have another ring on my finger. So, 
my senior year, I want to go out with a bang, win a state title. And individually, man, I broke the sack record last year, so I want to break my own record this year, try to do that. And more than anything, I want to be an All-American, man. That's been, you know, obviously that's not, you know, for me to choose, but I'm going to do everything in my power to show them that I belong in that All-American. I love that. You want to break, you want to break the record you already broke. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> that, that's the kind of mentality that, 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 that's a winner's mentality, man. I love that. Yes, sir. Definitely. Break your own records. The class of 2021, you guys are so tight. Do you guys believe, and have you guys talked about kind of being the first class possibly in Wisconsin or, or among the first classes to really get the Badgers over the hump? Because because a lot, you know, as an Ohio State fan, you know well that Wisconsin has, you know, this big shadow of Ohio State kind of looming over them in the Big Ten. They, you know, this program hasn't made, it, it's a great program, a great program, but they haven't made that that next elite step. Uh, we talk about that all the time, man. You know, we we think we think we have the ability to be that class that gets us over the hump, man. You know, because I so that that was a deciding factor in me coming here, man. I feel like we're super close to winning a Big Ten championship, and you know, more times than not, the Big Ten champ is in the college football playoff. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, we're super close, man. So we talk about it a lot, and we our goal is a national championship, man. I want to win a national championship, in Madison, and everybody in that group chat does too. So. That's that's a big goal for us. Well, if any class can get it done, I think it is this class of 2021, the highest ranked, going to go down as the highest ranked class in all likelihood in Wisconsin football history in the modern recruiting era. Wrapping it up, you know, what are you most excited for in terms of playing for Wisconsin? What excites you the most about being a Wisconsin football player? Uh, who? Man. Well, I, I could give, can I give you a couple, man? That's hard. Give me, give me, give me five. Give me ten. Go. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go five. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say one, man. Playing for Coach April, man. I'm excited to play for him, man. He's a great guy. He's a great coach, and I'm already learning a little bit of the stuff. So I feel like playing for him, man. That'll be great. Uh, the fans, man. Sold out crowd every week. Can't beat that. Uh, I'm excited to play Ohio State, man. I know we all have every other year, but darn, I'm, I'm excited to play. That. Is that a little extra special? Man, extra special, man. Especially because I feel like I think um, our sophomore year, yeah, I think our sophomore year we play them in Madison, man. That'll be great. So, that yeah, that'll be crazy, man. I think playing them, playing Ohio State, beating Ohio State, you know, hopefully. Um, and I feel like just playing Big Ten football, man. I grew up, like I said, I grew up an Ohio State fan, so I've been watching Big Ten football all my life. Actually, being able to play and be on the field and be on Big Ten Network and all that stuff—that's exciting for me. And let me think. Well, I can give you one more. I can give you one more, man. It's a lot of stuff. Ooh. You're at four. So if we're holding you to five, yeah, one more. Okay, one more. I'll give you one more. Uh, I'm excited to play with, play with the guys in my class, man. That's, you know, I'm excited to play with these guys. You know, watching highlights and FaceTimes don't do it justice. I'm ready to get on campus with these guys and, you know, Shed blood, sweat, and tears with these guys. Man, I'm ready to really play with these guys, and I'm really excited about that. I think most of all, playing with these guys in my class. Well, let me tell you, the Badger fans, I don't know if there's been more excitement for a class in Wisconsin football history. Also, that edit of all you guys in front of the Camp Randall Arch was, was dope. Yeah, that was super cool, man. Definitely. Props for that. Definitely. Who, who made that? Uh, Coach, Coach Saeed uh, sent it to us uh, earlier this week. Really? Yeah. So that's from the university? Yes. Super dope. I, I love I love seeing that. Yeah, it was great. All right, Daryl. Thank you so much for coming on Locked On Badger. This was a ton of fun. And Good, man, I enjoyed it.
I can't wait to watch this class be the class that gets over the Ohio State hump and knowing and having fans know that that means a little extra to you when it happens. For sure. Yes, sir, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, man. See you, man. See you, man. Bye-bye. As always, on Wisconsin, that was Daryl Peterson, class of 2021 commit. Another Wisconsin Badger in the class of 2021 that is shaping up to be one of the best classes in Wisconsin history.